And man, and then the thing about coffee, the here's the best thing about coffee, Ryan, is that you want to share it. Right. It's like you get this thing and you want to share it with other people. And I think that's how the company really started. You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks. Natural Stacks makes 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you optimize your mind and body. For more on achieving optimal performance, visit naturalstacks.com. Whatever it is that you're doing, man, you know, make it a beautiful song. You were looking for a way to change your life. You got it. I kind of think in some ways, selfishly, that it should remain a secret because it is such an advantage. Natural Stacks. Start optimizing your mental and physical performance. Optimize yourself. All right, guys, I'm your host, Ryan Muncie. Welcome to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. This is a really cool episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we've got a great streak of OPP, Optimal Performance Podcasts, going right now. Last episode, we had Joel Salatin. Uh, speaking live um, and talking about the the truth about agriculture and and mon- money and farming. Uh, next week we're going to have Swedish Matthias Ribbing, who is a Memory Grand Champion, one of the top 100 minds of all time. Uh, that one we recorded live at Paleo FX. You are not going to believe the trick that he pulls memorizing a newspaper in his non-native language. Uh, but this week, really cool episode. We filmed this or recorded this in two separate parts. Uh, we did part one on uh, day two or day one at Paleo FX in the afternoon. And then part two of this we did on day two in the morning at Paleo FX. So these are live recordings with the Caveman Coffee crew, which is Tate Fletcher, Keith Jardine, and Lacey Mackey. Uh, this was a really, really cool uh, episode. You guys are going to enjoy this. It's a little bit long because, like I said, we recorded it in two episodes. So feel free to break this up and, and digest it in chunks however you need to. I'm not sure this is mentioned anywhere in the podcast, but while recording and throughout the weekend, we were exposed to a brand new coffee experience from the Caveman Coffee Guys. Um, if you're familiar with nitro-infused cold brew, Tate became obsessed with this while uh, working on movie sets. He didn't have the nitro keg, so as a way to get nitro, quote-unquote, cold brew, uh, he started mixing cold brew concentrate with mineral water. You can actually blend MCT oil with the cold brew and then add the mineral water. So we were actually drinking this during the show. Don't think we mentioned that. We put it in our newsletter. So if you guys are on the Natural Stacks newsletter, you already got this tip. If you're not on there, you're listening to this awesome podcast. We want to make sure that you get that really cool piece of um, information so that you can start drinking mineral water cold brew mixes. Enjoy. We are coming to you live from Paleo FX with the Caveman Coffee crew. We're getting our picture taken right now as I tell you the intro. The Caveman Coffee crew here. We've got Tate, Keith, and Lacey. We're going to get to the story of how this all came to be for them. We're going to talk about some some coffee-specific questions, and we're going to get some insights from these guys on how to 
stay optimal with a busy schedule. Um, all these guys are athletes and former athletes, so we're going to talk a lot about um, staying optimal. Before we do that, a couple of housekeeping notes. Make sure you guys go to naturalstacks.com to see the uh, links and show notes, any of the resources that we talk about on the show. Make sure you go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, let us know how much you like the show. And if the Optimal Performance Podcast is helping you, then share it with anybody you know who will benefit from what we're talking about and what we're doing. So with all that out of the way, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having us. Man, it's awesome. Thanks for coming to our booth. So oh. It's such a treat to be here and to be at this whole thing. I, I wasn't here last year, so this is this is all really cool, man. Yeah, it's our first time here, too, and it's uh, it's an incredible scene to get to be totally immersed with you know, other people doing what we're trying to do and, and our, our audience, our customer base. Um, so we want to know how, tell us the story of how caveman came to be. Whoa. It's a long story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone froze. And, I think um, it's all being coffee, like fans real. I think that's where we all start from is being real fans of coffee, I guess. Yeah. Fans of caffeine. Tate's so much a fan. We were telling the story on another podcast last week about how he, goes to a coffee shop and he gets a iced coffee and a latte and maybe another because he just is not sure what he's going to feel like later and so he'll walk around with multiple I'll have cups. My hands full. We were yeah. at 49th Parallel and uh, where was that? We were in a Vancouver. We got oh like yeah 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 thirty dollars worth of coffee just you me and Jody because we had to get the the cortados we had to get the uh, the lattes we had to get the they had a cold brew with with a coffee cherry in it they actually wow. they make a tea with a cherry that surrounds the coffee bean and then and infuse it with their cold brew coffee it's with, amazing and like this is all this is business what I do I mean if you don't it. know about coffee too it's like coffee is is kind of the thing for for me you know you think about French fries. But you know your favorite place that you like French fries. For every French fry that's out there, there's a different way to make it, and somebody else's. And so, even like espresso shots are like that. Everybody that pulls one is gonna, it's gonna be a little different and special to that person. And and it's it's cool when you start to look at like high quality things, like a coffee's not a coffee's not a yeah. coffee kind of deal. These coffee geeks are amazing, man. I was just watching this thing about uh, a barista championship, and like I just geeks. I say that finally, geeks make the world turn around. Man, I love these guys and. Uh, they're finding new ways to extract coffee from a coffee bean and, and, and new ways to make an espresso and, and make an ice cream with the coffee and all this stuff. It's just amazing when you start really getting people that are really good at their craft. And Anyway, uh, we diverged really quickly. Uh, Tate got me into doing a, a high-fat diet um, right after my fight, fighting career. Uh, he, 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 he kind of proposed to me, like, putting the butter in the coffee deal and all that, and it made me feel... Uh, incredibly good, man. Like um, a euphorious when I first did it is because I was into the old counting calories kind of thing and e eating a lot of carbs. I would never add the extra fat in my diet, so I did a, the high fat coffee for the first time. And oh my god, I was floating. And, and so that got me. That's what started it off for me. I got obsessed with this, these MCTs, these butter and the coffees. And I was just preaching to everybody, you got to try this, you got to try this. And I start seeing how it, it works on your brain. Cause I, 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 how I, long was it? before i told you about it that you tried it oh about two and a half months it's a while it was and in my mind the whole time it's a trip man and, <laughs> and but i think yeah. that's that old yeah. idea i don't know if that you can say but like for me it's like that idea where i would conflate fat being body fat or adipose uh -huh. tissue in an unhealthy way 
and the fat, the macronutrient. And right. I, I didn't see that they were dissimilar. I, I right. didn't have any idea. Right. And so I think that that was a big thing for me. It was going ketogenic. It was what got me into this kind of conversation. Uh, I heard about Bulletproof Coffee. And then I started, um, you know, really, I, I started reading up about, you know, all these biohacker nerds. And I was like, biohack. I'm like, that's what I've been doing my whole life. It's like I put myself through all these different experiments and I'm like, now you got a name for it so you can have a career. I think it's like being a fitness model where it's like, you're really like, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're living your life and then you have a camera and a mirror. Cool. Nice bikini. But, um, that, like, that, like for, so for me, it was like that, that kind of uh, experience and I started reading about what, a lot of what Dave uh, Asprey was doing and started talking about it and then that was kind of my foray into it and then I'm, I'm loud and so I was kind of having a coffee clutch party on Twitter where I would send, you know, single origin coffees to guys that I didn't know that I just knew from Twitter and they'd send me some single origin coffee that they were their favorites and then, you know, Lacey's tangent to it all and, and she's like oh yeah cool and so we kind of like the three of us kind of all grew tangentially th- through this thing and and then Lacey was off of a movie and and was like hey let's start a let's start a truck we started seeing food trucks and we're like let's start it is that kind of how it is Lacey? am yeah, I saying we, it right we, we said we did the whole life challenge with, okay. with uh, Andy who we were Andy talking Petranic, to earlier yeah. who was here um, in the booth but um, basically we did the whole life challenge. Everyone really missed their, their lattes and whatnot. And, um, that's how we, you know, really Part of got the whole into life challenge eating is these. not having any, any yeah, dairy. no, no dairy, no right. sugar, all this stuff, no inflammatory foods basically. And, uh, I said, wouldn't it be cool if we went around to CrossFit gyms and people that did the whole life challenge with a like truck or a coffee cart. And we we're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get a truck, which was a horrible idea in L.A. because there's a lot of crazy regulation. And if there is a truck that's available, you probably don't want to be driving it because if it is available, it's getting used every day. Um, so we had an interesting experience with that. But it was. And the guys that rent those trucks are all criminals. Look out. We rented, yes, We met this guy who was probably the biggest criminal. I wouldn't say they're all criminals because the guys from Roaming <laughs> Hunger are great. Thanks to those guys um but uh this guy in particular like basically embezzled everyone's money he had like 25 trucks nat- nationwide on the road for a big like cellular phone promotion and didn't pay the drivers and they like abandoned all the trucks on the side of the road and then came to take ours back to service it and then never gave it back and so we had to like pay his homie in the night to come get all of our equipment off of it and give it back to us but um it was a learning experience and we got into the kind of paleo world in the coffee scene that way and um then um keith met these two awesome guys that were colombian that own their own farm and do their own roasting and tate and keith and um a couple other people went in and did a bunch of cupping sessions and learned a lot more about coffee and cupping sessions uh yeah (laughs) that's where you get to taste a bunch of different coffees that's not cup massage (laughs) different different um there weren't two chicks or one cup (laughs) cupping with the colombian they would call me like really high on coffee and caffeine like oh you gotta try this we gotta we have a company in this whole thing and that's kind of the first thing that really got us excited about it too was the was the white bean you know yeah really light roast our, our 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 product white gold is is like uh is this bean that that uh david said you know the like that um his grandfather would roast in the mid-afternoon and it's this lighter bean and to get more work done later in the day or whatever and it was like it was almost had tea-like aspects and okay. so it was roasted but a lot uh, be- more caffeine before the first crack before it was completely dehydrated and so there's a lot more caffeine it's a denser bean it's heavier and um, someone call it a rock. Back, back then, so, I, di- I didn't really like the uh, 
the bitterness that would come through in the butter coffee and, and with its under roasted bean it like you don't have a lot of that bitterness because it's not roasted very far and then so he started mixing with the butter and just doing the butter mct thing it was like a much more nutty real smooth kind of nutty taste is the best way to say it and, and right. like like the first morning I tried it, I was like blown away. Like this is really, really good. And then me and Tate were working on a movie at that time, and uh, that was Transcendence, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So you guys so, never saw it, probably. So I saw that. I love Johnny Depp, and Educate. I saw Keith. I remember Keith's face pe- peeking out in those dunes. Educate us on roasting and and grinds for for different preparation methods. All, all the coffee stuff that you know people need to know. I mean, that's super complicated when you get into it, and Depends everyone which has one of like, you ask. yeah, totally. I mean, I eyeball everything. Tate really eyeballs everything. Um, I'm a little loose with my loose standard. With Keith as far is as that crazy goes. over there with the like scale, and he's like doing different like temperature levels on the water, which is what you should do. Keith, any answer? Uh, I'm just Ooh. experimenting. Um, yeah, um, like I, I just want to like, I was talking to somebody. Um, I don't know, if you're going to have coffee every morning, like, you're going to have coffee every morning for the rest of your life or whatever, like like most people do, like, why not know everything possible there is to know about coffee? Why, why not make it the best experience it can be? Why not, not Why not be, be great at making this cup of coffee? And I'm not nearly there yet. but um, so, so I'm always experimenting, doing different ways and to trying with different grinds, different coffee and stuff like that. But but I would, I'm not pretending, though. I mean, there, there's so many people out there way smarter than I am. But it's just every morning. It's just uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just having fun, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And different beans, like different regions, have different like flavor profiles. So if you have like a Ethiopian bean, which our reserve roaster or was, is going to be almost like this like pungent, fruity, really um, crazy flavors. And then a South American bean, a, a Colombian bean, or or um, or Brazilian bean, like they're going to be drier and yeah. a slightly different taste, like a little citrus, but not as like pow in your mouth. Um, and so just the different regions, it's just like wine based on like just... soil, con- soil altitude, all these different things, different sugars are going to arise in the actual cherries of the right. coffee. Um, and then when it, so those are like the varietals and then there's, there's Arabica and Robusta and, um, you know, you mostly Arabica are the specialty grade coffees. Um, Robusta can grow in a lot like hotter, drier climates and is not as flavorful. Um, and then there's a lot of debate on which one's better, which one's not. But in the specialty world, Arabica is what you're looking at. But that's so much fun to be able to say, like, like I don't particularly like Ethiopian or or a lot of African coffees because they're, they're, they're naturally processed, and the, you get like a lime kind of, kind of berry taste from 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 the the cherry around the bean, and a lot of people love that. That that's not my thing. I, I like more uh, uh, I like uh, South American coffees, and when you start getting into that, like oh, I like coffee from I like coffee from Kenya. I like this Kenyan coffee. It's amazing. Like like that that becomes a fun conversation to have with for people. sure. Yeah, I mean but, for me my myself, if you'd ask me like that. The grind I don't take too much care with when I make hot coffee, and I just make it in a French press. I don't ever do uh, AeroPress, or I don't ever pull espresso shots at my house or anything. But, um, I, you know, and my grind is like I just do a middle-of-the-road grind. 
But if I make, I, I like I like to make cold brew in the summer, and so I'll make my own cold brew, and, and depending on what bean I use for that, I, I'll grind it to uh, different levels of fineness, right? Tate so, makes the best cold brew, and he just eyeballs it. It's amazing. When we were in Hawaii, he kept bringing out the cold brew he made in his little mini fridge in the hotel room. crazy. I was making, yeah. co- that's the truth on Jurassic World. I'm, make, I'm in a hotel room, and I'm making cold brew in jars in my hotel room. In the nut bags? What a trip. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I would just do that, and i soak them, and then I would play with how long I would soak them. Sometimes I would soak them for two days, and I would make, like, a concentrate. And uh, I'd made a concentrate with our Ethiopian, and it so was good. tremendous. Everybody at Deuce Gym got to enjoy it. But I would make, like, five gallons of it or whatever. And, right. and, um, and man, and then the thing about coffee, the, here's the best thing about coffee, Ryan, is that you want to share it. Right. It's like you get this thing and you want to share it with other people. And I think that's how the company really started. We got that white bean. And when we did that, we all agreed. We're like, we, we, we got to share this yeah. with other people, man. And so right. we just thought about making a page. And then we would just like, we didn't even really, we never thought about like, we're going to have a company. It was going to be like a coffee club. And yeah, we, we didn't have really labels. What we wanted to do. We got a it. bunch of orders overnight. I printed all the labels on my parents' computer at their house. And then... Our friend Maynard and I just like stuffed 200 packages in the wrong envelopes, took well, them to the post office. The post office was like, this is wrong. And we had to redo all of it. But before that, she was, um, you know, she's a wizard at everything. Like, like <laughs> Keith is hilarious earlier. And we're sitting here and he's, he's taking, uh, um, he's like, hey, let's take, because Lacey's on, she's got her computer up and she's on the phone over here. And we're over here having a coffee. And he's like. This is the picture we should take. It was for Paleo Magazine or something. This is the picture we should take. Us two having coffee and relaxing, and Lacey getting it all done. Like she's a bad motherfucker, and and she just like so. And in Thank that you. way, like the highest level trainer in the world, and and nobody would say that because it's douchey, but it's true. Like the highest paid people in the world seek Lacey out to make their bodies work for whatever that is they need to do uh in, in the film world and and then and then moving out from that she's just she's excellent in whatever she does she whatever you know and i think that's an important thing about life like whoever you're around like make sure that they want an excellent standard for themselves in life and and it, it rises in that way and and so it to that effect she's also maybe a workaholic i don't know but um <laughs> I she, love she, that. She's like, I'm going to figure out how to make a website. And so she just, in her spare time, which there's none, um, this website materializes. And I don't know, then you meant to just review it and then I, it there, I was playing with like the social media features on how you could um, link it to Facebook. or whatever. It was a big cartel website at the time, which I recommend for small businesses. But if you plan on doing more than 100 orders a day, go with someone else. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, I just linked to basically Facebook and Tate's Facebook, which made it go viral. And then we had like 200 some orders overnight and we were like, oh, we got to figure out our bags and our logo and all that stuff and our packaging. And we did. You had a business before you knew it. Yeah, it was like the lean startup to the max um, because it was basically all pre-order. Um, you know, we had to invest some money in the front end in like our, our own sweat equity as well and some money to like buy the beans or whatnot. But we got orders and um, I don't even think we had like we had a, a system for PayPal, but we didn't have like a bank account yet. So we had to like leave the money in PayPal I mean, and then get a bank account. Yeah, it was and then, literally like, like a call like, uh, hey, so we really got to hustle because I accidentally pressed this button and now we're going. <laughs> Party's on. 
and we're there. And I, I just remember like being in the warehouse with those first bags going together. First of all, I spelled Columbia wrong. I spelled Columbia oh, no. like the English British Columbia instead of the country Columbia. And like we all looked at it. Yeah, it looks good, whatever. Um, and then we printed 2,000 cards. And then, of course, the first phone call I got, the first time I actually had a phone conversation with our Colombian partners was this like freak out. It's Columbia. And I felt so bad. So we had to reprint everything. And then Keith was filling bags by hand. Like I remember him like with the bag, filling the beans at the scale. We had no employees. They had no employees either. It was just like David roasting and us doing all the the other work. So our listeners are, are coffee lovers. Before we move off of coffee, tell us about, you, you have three whole beans available. Is that right? Um, Sabertooth, black-toasted. So- yeah, we have a few more actually. We okay. have um, with the with the Colombian bean, we have the white gold and um, the blacklisted, as yeah. well as all of our cold brew products. So those come okay. from one farm, and they're specialty grade out of Colombia, out of Cauca Valley in southern Colombia, um, which is pretty impressive. And just as a side note, to be specialty grade, only thirty percent of the beans in the world that are grown to be specialty coffee make it through that process of like uh, inspection and stuff. So they're very, very high quality. Um, and then we have a Brazilian bean, which is our saber tooth roast, which is only available on our website um, and will only be available on our website um, as we move into retail. Uh, we have an Ethiopian bean and then we do a Swiss water decaf, which is a Colombian bean as well. Swiss water means that it's deca- decaffeinated through a process of like charcoal and water filtering and not chemicals, which is really important. So if you're drinking decaf, make sure that you get a Swiss water. Most restaurants don't serve that. So that's why you're going to feel horrible after you drink a decaf. Awesome. Okay. The blacklisted is, uh, you guys talking about geeking out. You just got totally about this. That was back in the beginning days when I had all these coffee beans from the Colombians. And that was every morning on my scale, I was trying different ratios of uh, of three different coffees that they have to try and get put this coffee that I that I wanted to, to match w- with the mixer I was doing and and, and like w- w- a lot of dark coffees that, that they taste really smoke and, and bitter and all that and I was trying to come up with a uh, dark coffee that didn't taste sm- taste like that and uh, after whatever I come up with this percentage on the scale that became what the blacklisted was and. and Anyways, I just remember that when you're talking about that. Oh, and then we have one more roast that we we we, we roast uh, Tate's roast, roast for, for, for well, no, for Anna, Santa Marta. Oh, oh and Amber. we have the Santa Marta. Right, we're forgetting about and roast. So right. uh, you know, we do little specialty roasts here and there, and then early mm-hmm. on, we you know we've been um, friends with Aubrey and Joe for a long time, mm-hmm. and and uh, so we made a coffee for them, and so that that Anna roast, the is, Amber roast, yeah. it's yeah. the only place you can get that Amber. Coffee, I think. So yeah, we don't sell that roast. And what's different about that roast? It's the Colombian bean as well, but it's a it's a between white gold and blacklisted. Um, okay. So it's it's basically you could roast a bean a thousand different ways mm-hmm. and get a different product. And those were the three best we liked in that bean, and mm-hmm. so we agreed to do one for them, and they have that specifically. What I like about that one is it's it's very light. It's not as, like it has more flavor, more coffee flavor that you would recognize than than a white coffee. But it, it's really citric, like on the end, it has a real kind of orange taste to it, and kind of like a cold brew because it's not roasted very far. It's not very bitter at all. So, with that, it's a very unique coffee because you can blend it with just the MCT, and and, and, and you still kind of get the, the the effect of the fats going to your brain. But 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 it but it's you taste the coffee more, and it's just a beautiful beautiful thing. Um, I sound like Donald Trump, don't I? No, you sound beautiful, great. Beautiful. I don't know. Right <laughs> I don't know. No, you're oh good. My God. 
Well, we'll talk about the the chlorogenic acid content for each of those because I, I've seen some of your I don't tests. Know, I don't know that they're different, uh, except to say that the darker roasts have less, and and the lighter roasts have more, and that's of of all nutrient value of it, whether whether it's caffeine or whether it's chlorogenic acid or um, whether it's any other antioxidants that are within that bean, they get roasted out as the bean roasts darker, right? So that's, I mean, that's kind of like a... a universal. A, a universal thing for coffee. The darker the roast, the less of all Nutrients, of those... Less caffeine, less, caffeine, less everything. Less, okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's a misconception. A lot of people think like, oh, dark roast can be super powerful. You're actually just right. drinking burnt. Right. Burnt something. So, so it's like it could be burnt rocks for all you care. Yeah. Is, it, is it oxidized? Are you like... Are, like if we if we're talking about cooking with fats and you get it too hot and it smokes and you right. have oxidized fats, right? Can you have the same thing with coffee? I mean, it's I think it's similar to like when you kill nutrients like mm-hmm. with proteins and whatnot, um, and that the hotter it gets, like there's certain levels that you can maintain it at, and then there's certain levels that you can't. And um, just like when you when you roast like popcorn or something, you're you're like taking out all the moisture, and as that goes away, um, then you start to lose that, which is a similar. It's interesting. I think there's, there's a, the, for me, like if, if we're going to just dip out on the coffee conversation in that way, it, it like one thing that I'd say is important that people often ask, um, I get on Twitter or wherever a lot is, Hey, I want to try your coffee. What's the best? What, what one do you recommend? And, um, I go, Hey motherfucker, we don't put out bullshit. It's all great. No, I never <laughs> say that. I he but always says the that. The thing is, is it depends what you want to do. You know, like, uh, for me, I really like, I like to make, um, cold brew out of certain ones and i like and so not everybody's going to want to do all that but like i i don't mix um with our ethiopian i don't mix butter in it i don't like i don't care for the taste of it at all uh i, I think it gets sour and i just i'm not into it really heavy cream in that and, ethiopian and, is and i'm really light with the butter with the with the white gold i'm light with the butter and i, I like mct and and then what i really love my favorite is that saber tooth I, I do heavy goat butter so i have different uses like i have you know Right, and so there's there's all those aspects to it, you know. And I think the 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 real qualities of it isn't so much in the preparation of the coffee so much, but the roast of the bean is so highly important when you're talking about um, how good a coffee is. If you don't have a good structure and a base to start with, you're you're going to have mitigated results at the at the end at the at the cup. And then also the other thing that's interesting is, you know how you always try to drink coffee too soon, mm-hmm. like before it's cool, right? Yeah. You maybe burn your tongue, and then you're never going to taste it right anyway. But so important to become patient um, with that cup because that's still brewing inside the cup. It's still subject to the heat of the cup that is burning your lip. Like, it's still cooking in there. So I like to just, because it's fun and pleasurable to notice the differences from a hot cup of coffee to it's mid-range to when it's like really almost room temperature and there's different notes man it changes all through it it's like it's like listening to a song in a way as you drink a cup it can be anyway not to whatever whatever well, yeah, like, go ahead well, judge me, when whatever. you pour wine and you know the oxygen gets in there the different yeah. flavor profiles come out yeah. for sure it's, it's very like, similar. It's like Keith said earlier. I mean, if you're going to drink coffee every day, if you truly love coffee, you want to experience all the different ways that you can experience yeah. it. And you want different choices. And it's the neat part is because, like we said, going to British Columbia, you know, you go to a different artisan, 
they've got a different symphony to play you, and it's it's so it's cool and it's endless and limitless. You know, uh, Lacey just said there's a thousand different ways to roast. There's maybe an infinite amount of ways to roast it. You know, sure. there's I mean, it's sure, for right. it's like and so and then out of that the preparation of how you it's so everybody's got their own symphony they're making, which is really awesome with artisans of any kind, yeah. not just coffee. This is you know the, the discussion now, but. That goes into ceramics. That goes into whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, man. You know, make it a beautiful song. Well, you guys have definitely put out some amazing coffees for us to create our own symphonies with. So, so we thank you for that. We're gonna switch gears a little bit. Sure. You guys are crazy, crazy busy. You're doing a lot of things. The the coffee thing is not the only project for any of you. Um, we can go a million different ways with this, but you know, we talked. Tate, you mentioned that Lacey trains movie stars yeah how do you get into that that that's really fast fluke total i don't think you can get into that if you want to get into that i've had a lot of people ask me that like oh i really want to get into that i got recruited because i had a lot of production experience and they had a lot of really bad ex- you know i had training experience as well but they had a lot of really bad experiences with trying to bring in um trainers that really weren't like that were great trainers but they couldn't hang in the in that world in the movie world in the production world it's long hours and you don't control your own schedule at all and you don't get to control a lot of things that most people in the fit, fitness and health industry go into the fitness and health industry to control like your hours and right. when you can eat and what you can eat and all that stuff and if you take a job like that where you're on the road 8 months out of the year you're just at the whim of whatever is available. And so, um, I had a lot of travel experience. I had, um, I was training for the CrossFit games for a team with CrossFit LA in 2011. And we were like this underdog team that made it in third place the first year that they did Carson. And, um, I, at the time I was having to get very strong, very fast because I was good at gymnastic skills and endurance stuff, but I couldn't lift 95 pounds, which at the time was heavy in the CrossFit games. These days, these girls are doing like, (laughs) 225 no problem um it's so scary um but yeah i was in front of these people that um that were working in this world and they were looking for a trainer for that and i interviewed for it not knowing what i was interviewing for kind of didn't love my job at the time and took it and then continued to do that for the next five years um and that puts me on the road a lot and i've actually phased back a little bit now that caveman has taken off uh so i can imagine that like you said, not being able to control all of those variables, not only for yourself, but yeah. for the people that you're working with, sure. that can be, that can make the job difficult. It's harder. How yeah. have you overcome those obstacles? And, and a lot of our listeners live busy and, and crazy yeah. schedules. I think like really getting into a flow, like maybe getting into like a, a specific diet, like a paleo diet since we're here, like doing the whole life challenge or something like that. At first people think that sounds really hard, but it's actually helpful, especially if you're on the road a lot, because you can dial it in. Like, this is what I can't have. This is what I can't have. There's no question. And then you just find those things that you like that you can like find in every place or that you can take with you or whatever. I, when I knew that I was like working on the road too much is when I would come home and have a full access to a kitchen and I was still eating like um, like grass fed salami and tuna out of a can and like stuff and like my protein shake or whatever it was. And I'm like, I don't really need, I could actually cook food right now. Why am I doing this? Um, I'm having like avocados that I'm putting like sea salt on and just, so you just like find those things that are good for you that fit within those rules. And then you just stick to those rules. And if you can be disciplined in that, it's so helpful. Otherwise you're just going to be so off track, like just going with, you know, whatever's around you or like feeling like you need to fit in with the people that you're around, like that kind of stuff. You just have to have like a a reason and a, and a thing. 
Um, and then also you have to let go a little bit and be like, sometimes I'm not going to get the sleep that I want to get. And sometimes I'm not going to be able to have a single origin coffee from something I'm going to have, like whatever the hotel room thing is or whatever. And you just find that, that balance in that, um, if you beat yourself up too much, you become too stressed out about it, which I think a lot of people do. Yeah. It's that, that balance point of you realize, okay, it's not going to be perfect, but yeah. at the same time it doesn't have to suck. And maybe I can so just get a 10 minute workout in really quick. Like something. maybe it's, it's something I would consider really easy, yeah. but if I do that every day for the time that I'm on the road, then when I come back, I'm not totally annihilated when I come back, which is a thing that I experienced as well when I would get like in super stressful situations. And then I'd have to regroup and say, how can I refocus um, and do this in a manageable way so that I'm not totally losing my goals as well. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Same question to you guys. Busy, all over the place, a lot of projects. How do you guys stay on top of your game? And, and you know, you're on the Optimal Performance Podcast. So how do you stay optimal Man, t- as t- you guys do this? Tate and I are always experimenting. We, we were just on, we got a bit on Preacher uh, coming out on AMC. Um, and in fact, since we met you, that that's been our new experimenting: how to stay highly functional doing what we do. And, and we've been doing the uh, the Siltep with, with the um, all the nootropics you have, um, uh, and it's been amazing. Like, and we're always talking back and forth: Have you tried this? Have you done this? Whatever. And um, so we've been doing that. And and eating is not not now that. Like, I'm going farther in the keto diet. Like, everybody's doing it now. Everybody's talking about it. And, and I thought I'd give it a try, man. I'm going to try and get my carb. I've always been low carb. But I'm going to get my carb way down. So I'm doing 25, 35 grams of carbs a day. And, oh, my God, that's easy, man. Now, go on, go on a movie set, and it's just like, I'll just fast that day or whatever. I might eat some, what, some, some something, but, but I'll just, it's a fasting day. If it's, if it's a, a 12, 15-hour day, and I'll have my coffee with me in a thermos and uh, I'll grab whatever. But, but that's been really helpful to me like you've seen those people that are hanging by the crafty the whole time like and just dying for food the well, energy drop and conversely energy after lunch to jump yeah. into it is that uh now we're seeing on you know the fucking beautiful thing about this whole life is that you make a stand right and you make a stand for what whatever your diet's going to be or whatever your values are whatever you have standards and that is what a standard is you're making a stand you're drawing a line in the sand and you're like this is it and now what you're seeing, at, there's enough of us in a grassroots way that have been making a stand that uh, the head of catering on that job yeah. that we were just on, I, I, I went there for breakfast. I'm like, oh, yeah, she, I'm like, yeah, this, that. But like, I was like, is there gluten in the sauce? Like, I'm always asking. I'm in conversation all the time, right? Because right. I'm an empowered goddamn man, you know, and, and I'm out there and I need to know, like, these sauces, that's where I get tripped up. That's where there's soy in it. That's where X, Y, or Z. And she, no, these are gluten free. And she goes into it. I'm like, she's one of us. And, and, <laughs> and uh, the whole thing is this healthy, health conscious, uh, primal if you will for sure gluten-free sugar mitigated diet right and you're you've never seen that three years ago that's never happened i mean you just don't see that anymore right or, or uh, you've never seen that before and i think that's the thing it's like what exactly what Lacey was saying for me is that you know you have a standard and you have some discipline and you look to the future you you if you're not prepared then, of course, by default, you're going to be fucked. But if I prepare myself in the morning by eating a bagel, I'm going to be sugar-dependent yeah. all day long. And yeah. and that bagel is going to dictate what I eat. And I do not have, because I've proven over and over, I do not have the willpower or whatever to fight that off. 
Like that's something that I'm gonna I'm gonna be a slave to for the rest of the day until my next wake cycle. With this lifestyle, though, it is so empowering to be not so dependent on food. Like I was in Mexico and and whatever I got there, and we finally get to lunch after a long day and travel and all that stuff. And and I sit down and see what people are eating for lunch, and like like this isn't food for me. So whatever. And I was able to sit down, watch these. I was kind of hungry. I sit down watching these people eat. But but it didn't phase me at all. Like I, I I'm not dying. Like back in the day, I would have had to go right. get something. All right, I'm gonna sample this or whatever. Like whatever, I'm just not gonna eat today. And it's, yep. it's not torture at all. Well, and, and to your point, Tate, eating the bagel is is a sign of either like you said, it's a lack of willpower, or lack of discipline. But but it's also a lack of preparation. You you didn't yeah. lack no, of preparation. Nobody went to bed the night no. before and said I'm gonna wake up and just grab a bagel because it was in front of me. No, <laughs> right. I'll tell you, man. If I'm if I'm sugar dependent. It's because I trained myself to be that way. It's kind of like just consciously. You know, you treat me the way I've trained you to treat me. Yeah. Like the world treats me the way I train it to treat me. Right. And, and so in that way, my body's the same way. And so when I found ketogenic uh, way of life for me is what really works. That's where I, I'm really best. And that's what this coffee thing started out of, is me being ketogenic, needing to up my fat. So I'm going to put butter and coconut oil in my coffee. I'm going to shake it up in a nalgene. That's how I did it. I didn't even blend it. I didn't even know how great and flavorful it was if you emulsified it by blending it. I had no idea. Like That was like six months into my journey. And I'm just <laughs> guzzling that for the result. Right, and I'm like awesome, and then my result was great. And then like Keith's saying, I could not eat for two days. I don't give a shit. I'm good because I'm sated. I'm not trying to diet. This is just my relationship with food. Right. And I stopped thinking of things as diets, and I started thinking of it as I want a healthy relationship with my nourishment. And what right. does it look like? And it's it's very liberating, both it's freedom uh, mentally and in terms of lifestyle. Yep. Right? The yep. discipline and commitment is freedom yep. because it's opened up a life that I wouldn't have uh, under the constraints of being a sugar burner in that way. Right. God, I was so bad, man. I've done some crazy stuff for, like, I remember, if it gave me two and a half hours without eating, well, like, I'm about to panic. Yeah. Like, like I've, like my fiance Jody, I left her in horrible situations where like I'm supposed to go help her, but I got to eat right now. It's been two and a half hours. Like I'll, I'll be 40 minutes late to help you move that furniture, whatever that kind of thing that you're doing on your own. Like, right, cr- crummy stuff like that because I had to eat. It was an emergency. Yeah, I, and I've been there too. I mean, Tate and I talked earlier today about you know my previous life in bodybuilding and, and fitness modeling, and it was if you didn't eat. At that two and a half hour mark, you're crawling under the table watching the clock until the next time you get. Or you get hangry, which is what I would experience. That vision in your head that oh, I'm burning up all that muscle that I gained right Right, now. Like I'm I'm using it for fuel right now. Oh my god! I was on SSRIs uh, when I was a kid, and and I I remember, I remember, and then I got locked up, and I was off them (laughs) because they didn't come with me, right? And uh, and I start detoxing off those, and. And you get, um, all I can say is like what, what happened for me is I got dizzy. I'd get disoriented, um, confused, kind of like it was, it was a really strange feeling. And uh, it caused me some concern being my current environment. And I remember when I got out of there and I thought I don't ever want to be a slave to anything that if I don't do this, that I, I'm going to be fucked. Or that, or, or that I get hypoglycemic is in the case of sugar and fats or something like that. And I just, that, that same consciousness went to my food. I go, if I don't eat every two, two hours, I'm a bitch. Like I'm a, I, like, 
what right. the fuck does that make me? And right. then I found this ketogenic diet, and I like, and not to say ke- like it's become so catchphrasey. It's just what it is. I, I feel silly even saying it, but like it, when I started keeping my carbs underneath a hundred and sometimes under fifty grams you, a day, you've become I fat got adapted, free, fat and not a sugar burner. Yeah. 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 Right. And but yeah. beyond that too, just fat, like the, yeah, I became a fat burner. Is how I'd say. It. I'm I sorry. always think no, you're good. I always think like, or I always say like, you don't know didn't know how bad you felt until you started to feel yeah, good. So it's like when you really so start to true. clean up your diet and you get into that, mm-hmm. you don't realize a, how dependent you were or B how like cloudy your brain was mm-hmm. hangry. You were like depressed, like whatever it is. Right. God, I get depressed now and I like eat really bad. Like three days later, I'm like, what's mm-hmm. happening? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I went crazy last weekend and I had like whatever day. But, um, when you get off of that, then you become more productive and yeah. your travel becomes easier. You don't get sick when you're on the road all the time. Like there's a bunch of things that go into that. And, uh, you can tell the minute that you start to like go off or whatever, how detrimental those things can be. And you don't really understand that until you're out of it. It's a good point. You become more resilient as a human being. Yeah. You become tougher. You're able to do more. You're more you're able to, yeah. to. What's the point? Being purposeful. Right. How do you become more purposeful? Better figure it out. Right. And and that, and people talk about travel and how hard it is. There's no I mean maybe there's somebody that travels more than me, but I travel a lot. Like all of us do. We're moving around a lot. And uh and and so to say I don't have the time there you know, like we we're talking about earlier today, Ryan, about how you cut the excuses out of out of clients' lives, right? They, right. you cut out the can't. Right. And I never I eat with people all the time that have no standard of the way that they eat. They don't give a shit. They're like, Yeah, cool. I mean I can find a meal that fits me at Hardee's if I need to. Like, I'll go ahead and go, okay, well, I'll have a couple of pa- Like, I won't eat that meat now, now that I know more about that meat. But, like, um, and then I just won't eat. But, like, you can go to Denny's and I go, okay, they're not going to be the best eggs, but I'll get six eggs and I'll go ahead and put some cheddar cheese on that and uh, and some mushrooms and I'm good and a side of bacon. And the bacon's going to be cured in sugar. So I'll make allowances. Like, I know the bacon's not the best. Like, but it's like it's you can eat you. and you can stay in a, in in a, in Once. the phase of eating because your body. I guess that's the thing that we're that I mean to say when I say ketogenic and it becomes a catchphrase and I don't think I'm explaining myself well. Is that your body has a mechanism and it's going to burn either sugar and blood glucose for energy and for thoughtfulness, or you're going to become fat adapted and you're going to burn fat and and then not only macronutrient fat but you also start to use uh, adipose tissue. For energy, if there's not an exogenous fat macronutrient in your body, and 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 once you flip that mechanism over, I, man, I don't want to flip back over the other way. I don't want to keep flipping that switch. I want to stay in that fat adapted state. And so there's a way to do that, no matter how much you travel. I mean, and, and if, right. if, if if there's no other way, I carry around coconut butter, and I'll take a spoonful of that, and I'm good, bro. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I hate to do this, but I've got to go do this thing with paleo. I love it. Um, Let's pick up part two tomorrow morning, maybe. Sounds I love awesome. That. I want to talk to you guys about how much you're enjoying our products and how Good. you're using them. Good. And we'll talk about pirate, what all that means. Awesome. And uh, love a couple it. other cool things. All, yeah. We'll have all day tomorrow. So, yeah. We'll be here. Thanks so much. Right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. Welcome back. We are day two at Paleo Effects. This is part two of our optimal performance podcast with the caveman crew we've got keith tate and Lacey here uh before we get back into what we were talking about just a quick reminder go to naturalsax.com you'll be able to see all the links and resources uh as well as oh no no video this time so you won't be able to see the video don't worry about that um 
All right, so yesterday, before we had to stop, we were talking a little bit about how these guys are optimizing their their performance and their uh, lives using Natural Stacks products. So we want to hear a little bit about you guys' favorite products and how you're using them. Um, and, and, yeah, take it away. You want to start? I'll start. Um, so... I mean, serotonin is one of my favorite things just because um, rest is an issue for me, for sure, and, like, getting calmed down enough. And last night was a good example where I had a little bit too much coffee throughout the day, and I couldn't really calm it down, and I didn't really time it that well. Tate was like, you should have taken that two hours ago, and uh, I didn't. But um, it does really help me, like, relax a little bit um, when my mind is, like, just going, 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 and I feel like there is some recovery there that I can notice when I wake up um, and I, you know that's kind of like my nighttime regiment then I do a little combo of the siltep and dopamine during the day and I just get in that like focused work state and am able to to get there faster without having to you know get myself motivated to, to do what I need to do for the day which is really nice yeah I love the serotonin I feel like it's not even almost that it makes me sleepy or, or, or anything like that, but that's when I take it. I take it at night, but uh, I'm able to like, um, feels like I'm able to direct my mind into relaxation more as opposed to like, you know, that, that active thing that I'd always do, like trying to slow my mind down or, uh, maybe I, I do a, a meditation throughout the day of the good things that happened and what I want to do to make that tomorrow and, 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 but your mind's racing because there's all these different events and maybe something crummy happened and, or whatever, whatever. It's like I'm, I'm just able to – it's like I can guide my mind in an easier way and it's more tractable, you know. Sometimes your mind gets away from you. And so I feel like like that's the thing. I can direct it into sleep and calming um, more than I could otherwise um, a lot of the time. And I, I really enjoy that. And then I take that prebiotic. I, I scoop that just into water, yeah. um, which is nice because a lot of that stuff that you scoop in, you know, like I find – if it's not flavored or if it's not something like it's not really great, you want to take it with coconut water or something, but then I've got extra carbohydrates in my body that I don't necessarily want or, or whatever, depending on what I'm doing at that time with my diet. And and so it's really nice. Like it just mixes with water and I just drink that and it's great. And, um, it tastes a little bit like Christmas, which I like. There's a little bit of cinnamon <laughs> is that right? flavor yeah, that's in there. Yeah. Cinnamon. Yeah. Oh my God, so, I love that. So, so that little, and the magnesium, I think it, it helps me rest it, able like, it's like, it helps you have a great, awesome poop in the morning and then you uh uh you know i i try to time it in the day then when i want to dose my seal tip and dopamine but that's what i do i've never i don't even think i've ever taken them as standalone units i've always taken them together and uh they're great and what i find with that too it's like i took some um like 20 minutes ago but you know, it's early in the day right now. It's 10 a.m. or something like that. And right. so, like, probably by 5 p.m. or something or maybe 4 p.m., like, maybe I'll take another one. So I'm, I'm able to – and I, I like that where you can double-dose something like that and not feel speedy or, like, right. anything like that because so much of that stuff is, like um, – you just wonder how fast clearing it is and, like, is there a buildup in my body? Like, I remember taking – back in the day, I would take uh, – not Xenadrin, but like this, all, all the stuff with ephedras and right. stuff like that, right? right? And so, and the ephedras are great. They work fucking awesome. They're it works. really good. It's a right. really good, good drug. I love it. And I, it's silly that it's illegal because one, one guy died when he was doing God knows what else. But, you know, different things get vilified. And so, 
Um, but that's a, the problem with ephedra is that the tolerance you build up to it, the, the way that it pops you the first few times you use it, unless you go off it for a week or two weeks or something like that, you're never clear again to receive the drug. Is, and I don't, you probably know more about that than I do. But Well, you're right. And, and I think the idea with most of the Natural Stacks products is that we're not pushing pathways. We're providing raw materials and allowing our body to go down that pathway. So, yeah. so there's... There's no cause to be concerned about downregulation or habituation to a certain feeling like with ephedra or caffeine. It's or crazy, yeah. That, right. It's a way different, that, and that, I guess that's what I'm speaking to. It's a way different um, it's, effect it's a, because... It's a consistent feeling every single dose. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. So I want to talk to you guys about, you mentioned serotonin, and I was just having a conversation with Drew, uh, your friend that I just met. Oh, spoke, yeah, our lawyer. Yeah, he spoke yesterday. Um, did you listen? You heard him? I didn't get to hear him. No. Okay. Um, but he and I were talking about... I'm so about- looking forward to all these talks, and I think it's a bit better saying uh, the, the Paleo Effects talks will be uh, up online, and, and uh, there's been... there's I mean, to, to say that there's been speakers. geniuses yeah. Yeah. is that, that it's not, that's not being um, too excited about it and being like, oh, no, they're uh, all geniuses. There's fucking geniuses that are, that are yeah. speaking here, and, and anybody that can search it online, you ought to, man. The Paleo Effect speakers have been fantastic. Yeah, but so you're talking about serotonin and, and helping you kind of... And this is the name, like, just for some people that may or may not know what this is, because I know I confuse people when I'm like, hey, try the serotonin and dopamine. They're like, you can actually take serotonin? I'm like, no, 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 no. It's Brain like, um, yeah, it's basically going to affect... The serotonin levels. Yeah, so and that's something that maybe we should be more clear on that when we say serotonin or dopamine, we're we're leaving out serotonin brain food or dopamine brain right. food. That's yeah. the entire name of it. Maybe the that'll be the new label when you guys do you know well, restructure your labels and all that kind it, of stuff. It does say brain food on there. Yeah. Um, but as entrepreneurs, as as busy people, go getters, hard chargers, you guys have a lot going on, a lot on your mind. Serotonin brain food can kind of take that edge off. It can help you unwind and for kinda, sure. Uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, it, you know it never leaves you. Sometimes mind, you just right? can't stop. Yeah, like right? I'm like, oh, project, project, project. And sure. if I don't have like 20 whiteboards with it all written down like a crazy right. like maniac, then I can't get out of my brain. Yeah, so can you speak to like how serotonin helps you with that? And, and do you guys have other practices, uh, mindfulness or, or awareness practices that help you kind of shut that off? Yeah, I mean, I think like a ritual is really important. Um, and being on the road a lot, you kind of learn that like mm-hmm. in order to shut your mind down, like, and you may not have the same sleep every night or you may not be able to get to the same place every night. So if I like to have a, a like similar, similar ritual, my favorite thing to do is like take a hot shower. Um, and I actually just talked to this guy last week that was like, take a really cold shower before you go to bed. Um, and that also seems to help. But I like to take a hot shower. Um, I like to read a little bit, but um, I like to just have like as minimal light around as possible. Um, so I start shutting lights off and like walking around in the dark a little bit. Um, and, um, I'm really bad about having my cell phone near me, but it's better when I push that away yep. for, a, you know, 30 minutes or something like that, um, to really start to shut it down, uh, stretch a little bit. And, uh, yeah. How does Tate unwind? Masturbation. <laughs> I wasn't ready for the this answer. Thing. Yeah. I jerk off a lot. Um, it, it's, uh, my, might be the first time that's been mentioned on the optimal it's performance my reset podcast. button. One of my first spiritual teachers, uh, it's also his first thing in advice to young guys. Yeah. If you're young, man, you got to get that devil out of you and, uh, don't go and make a bad decision, fire a live round and a lady or something like that. You want to go ahead and get that out of you. And then also you don't want to, um, 
exit the party prematurely if you're going to go out on one of those first dates. So be sure, handle that thing before you go out. <laughs> Believe God. me, there will be more left over. Don't worry. you got plenty. Um, it's important, just a side note maybe. Well, uh, I, I want to throw in PSA. another side note. Yeah. That, that this is this is tame compared to what Tate said before we were recording. <laughs> and, and he, Which was that? I forget. <laughs> It had to do with saunas, and he, and he just looked at me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, part of that conversation. Says, this way. is why I can't go out in public. <laughs> Near-infrared, which are things that I just learned about, that there's yeah. near-infrared and actual infrared. Yeah. For so, what, saunas? Yeah and, yeah, and you were talking about maybe getting one of these tent yeah. saunas. Well, now you're, now you're, you're schooling me, though, and now I'm questioning. So, so the, we're going to have to talk. Yeah, so for you guys listening, the, the booth here is selling... It's basically a portable sauna, a near infrared sauna with near infrared lights, and and it's a, it's it's a tent. Which to is me, cool. I like it. It's super aesthetically pleasing. It's very it's like a natural canvas. Yep, and 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 wood uh, frame. It's it's very like Native American or, or plains like where you're, you would be outside and you more like, like Davy Crockett. Yeah, like you're walking into or, a yeah, shop I'm like or, it's a tent. Like when you used to build the tent out of your couch when you were a little kid. Like that's fun. <laughs> So, Lacey, tell us the difference between near-infrared and infrared. I'm going to destroy this because I just learned this yesterday. But um, So the information should be fresh. Don't fuck it up. certain levels of, of that still tough to use. infrared <laughs> waves. Um, and, and if you get too high or too low, you're not going to have the same effects. But if you get right in the sweet spot, which is near-infrared, um, then you're going to see some um, levels of cell regeneration um, on a cellular level that you won't see that could be damaging or not effective on other levels that's about what i got from so that hard for me to was that good that. or yeah. not no that's <laughs> good that's that's exactly i think my concern is you know they're they're obviously trying to sell their product sure so they sure. want to spin that their way i am no expert on light um i think uh, people like jack cruz or ben greenfield would be able to speak more intelligently on that um but you want to make sure with any light that it's not um I forget the phrasing, but but you basically don't want to cook your cells. Yeah. So so there are conditions that you want it to stimulate mitochondria. You want it to have the beneficial effect, but not to actually cook. You don't your have to cells. go too far. It's yeah. Kind of like right. the same thing as cooking your food. Yeah. You, you want to plant your vegetables, right. but you don't want to stew them or whatever. Right. And so my point to to Tate's comment about wanting to get this sauna was that right. it's, it's about fifteen hundred dollars, and for about two thousand dollars, you can get a, a, a physical unit that. Will, will go in your house and it has like structure so for 75 percent of the cost you're getting basically a tent uh, a, a, a tent right and you know a tent with a light bulb right so it's like you know you could <laughs> easy bake oven or a real <laughs> right like like if you killed a deer and i'll research it. a little i'll research before i buy it but i really like this guy it's and he light. made the yeah. stool himself it, it looks cool it looks the stool cool. is really cool too yeah I, but i think i think that's what you're paying for is is the the a craftsmanship really and yeah. yeah i like so and as we said earlier with the prebiotic i appreciate a good stool in the morning you, yeah. yeah yeah i have seen some other Just don't infrared. sit on my sauna bench exactly. right after that don't, i would and that's the other thing in my sauna there's nobody else that's going to use my sauna but me right and yeah. if you have one yeah. in your house, you can use it more frequently. Right. right? Well, so, and, and that's, I would. That's like the float thing. Like, I would float all the time if yeah. I had that in my home. Yeah. I wouldn't but want I that because I would get so mildewy in my home. Like, I wouldn't clean it well. Oh, that's like, yeah. So you guys floated yeah. last night, and, and you took serotonin before the float? Yeah, I take uh, serotonin, and I took alpha brain. I messed up okay. and didn't bring the serotonin, which I should have done. I took the serotonin after the float, but it was still awesome. Okay. And I actually had a weird experience where, like, 
the lights came on every 15 minutes so that it wasn't really relaxing it was just really decompressing which was awesome too because it, it can right. actually move my neck in full range of motion which i couldn't before how did you uh we're talking about how use natural stacks and i know you're a big fan of it keith Keep, this is keith so jardine coming in how do you uh how do you use it and and all i that. just found out i was using it a lot wrong um this is my deal uh I was taking the Siltep and the dopamine uh, first thing in the morning, and, and this is how I know, know the stuff really works. Uh, the first time time I did it, and I don't know which one was doing what, but I, I just I, I got this really good, strong, energetic feeling in the morning while I was drinking my coffee and uh, more than normal, and, and I was super focused and and, and and like ready to tackle the day and all that. Like this is great. Yeah. But it was early in the morning, so I started thinking, like, well, I'm going to need that later. So, like, I'm say I was doing an acting job or something like that. So I'm going to need that, like, later. So I'm going to save it for later. Right. And I just found out that, like, you just take it in the morning and it works all day and you don't need a, to, to ration it that way. That's true. Siltep does last all day long. And you actually want to take it first thing in the morning because it, it has an element of setting your biological clock, your circadian rhythm. So, you know, if you're taking it first thing in the morning, it kind of helps cement that as your, as your biological yeah, yeah. clock. So, so, so you can regulate wake and sleep patterns. So if I'm taking it with the dopamine, should I take it separately at first and then just add the dopamine later? So the cool thing about Siltep and dopamine is that based on your needs, you can tweak that combination to meet your own needs. So what's the most I can take? <laughs> three and three. That's what I asked earlier. Yeah. I'm so always much, like, can I just take one? It says it. Is one okay? three, but what is it really? So one to three is the serving size for each. So yeah. if, if you want more focus, then you would want to kind of that you would want to swing that spectrum more towards more Siltep. If you want more motivation or drive, right. you would want a little bit more of the dopamine. So like, let's say you had a day where you want one Siltep and two dopamine. You're going to have a little bit more motivation and, and kind of that's for, that's, a ba- that's for babies. Does the same that's thing hold true with the dopamine <laughs> as, it, as it does with the Siltep? Meaning, to take it in the morning, does that set your regulation throughout the day? Or should not, you take not with it dopamine. closer to the event? W- with dopamine, it doesn't have <laughs> that circadian rhythm or that biological clock aspect. Um, but it, it does kind of have a... It's not a stimulant, but it does have that effect of... Uh, you know, dopamine is, is that neurotransmitter that says, hey, go do more of this or, or do, do, do. So you really positive reinforcement, right? You don't want that right before you go to bed. So you wouldn't want to take it late in the day. It's it's not it's not a stimulant. It's not like caffeine, but you would still you would either want to take that early in the morning or like around lunchtime, early afternoon, something. Yeah, I wouldn't take it after like three or four, unless like if you're a comedian or something and you're working late nights. Sure, yeah, you're that kind of thing. Right, right. Um, so you know, and back to your your question, like if you had a day where you were more focus oriented uh like let's say you have a day where like Lacey's on the computer all day long and you have a bunch of shit to do but you're not really leaving your desk you might want one dopamine and two or three siltep i have noticed that because there, there are a lot of days like that but then there's a lot of days where we're like here and it's like i'm on my feet all day so i right. feel really good i don't really need to be that focused on pouring coffee but exactly i could say the elevator speech a thousand times but i need to be yeah moving. And that's that's a day where you would want maybe one siltep and two or three dopamine yeah 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 and that's that's what's cool and that's kind of that's the whole natural sax concept is that 
you know, because everything is made to work synergistically, sure. because you see on the label how much of each ingredient is in each product, you can start to tinker and, and make it your own stack. Yeah, I kind of did like a ramp up plan where I did like one of each, mm-hmm. you know, and then I started doing two, then I did three just to kind of play with it. And my perfect combo really is in the morning for those focus days is Siltep and caffeine. And mm-hmm. so whether it's in the form of smart caffeine or um, coffee, which obviously right. I love, uh, <laughs> then then I really am able to like sit there and focus. And the, there have been days where I've been at the computer, like forgot about lunch and just gone right. straight through and right. then I've been like oh the day's over and I don't know why I've been at my computer this long but it's great I've gotten wow. a lot done yeah I think I did uh, a 10 hour day I have this like little back office at our house that um, I made in it's like a little back room that I made into an office and it gets like the same light somehow throughout the whole day so you yeah. can't really tell what's happening <laughs> and um, like and I was casino. in there from like 6 exactly I was in there from like 6 a.m to 6 p.m. when my roommate came to check on me to feel, to be like, hey, and I went to the bathroom a couple times, but it, it was like, I was not thinking about anything. She's like, are you like, okay back here? And I'm like, yeah. I know you. Are, are you getting like, like between like emails, are you getting like sets of squats in or handstands or something you know, like that? I would like to say that I am, but yeah. I haven't. I, we do have a barbell at home that yeah. I, um, that I keep right outside. And if I start to get tired, I'll go out there and do a couple reps. Uh-huh. Um, but I try to, I've been trying to make a rule for myself to not do that because then I then I'm like oh I don't have to go to the gym because I already did all this other stuff so lately I've been trying to force myself now that I don't like have a I'm not in a production job where I can't leave that I go to the gym because then also my brain feels better so do you find that you have to block off time like you put gym time on your calendar and say like look this is lacy time I've right now that's my happen. that's a practice i'm trying to implement because i went so far into another world of like um which actually is effective i can't say that it's a bad thing but i went so far into the like yeah i'll do 10 squats 10 squats 10 squats and throughout the day i'm going to do 500 squats um and it's a lot of work and um i can get it done throughout the day and it keeps me going throughout the day but then i don't have that like decompress time right. and so when i go to the gym which i live in venice i go to deuce gym or if i'm in albuquerque and i get to go to hot yoga infusion and get my ass kicked by jody like just that time of not focusing on anything else but being there in that space um is is super important for mental health as well as obviously physical health right that's cool like like people that like make that force themselves to go to the gym like they don't want to go to the gym but for people like you like that's your vacation that's your oh, free I love time it. Yeah, yeah yeah but you have to find the what people what you love yeah and right. like how how you can make that an enjoyable experience for you because if you can't then it is like oh god i gotta go to the gym and so part of that is like either finding a class that you like or finding like friends that make you accountable that you mm. want to be there with like half the time we're at um at deuce uh, sorry, I was just like Lacey doing just a sold check, coffee while she gave that hand while doing that. <laughs> that's that's, that's no tropics right there. <laughs> exactly, I've had a lot of a lot of still tap today. Um, but uh, you know, a lot of times when we go to Deuce, I'm there for like four hours. I'm not working out yeah. for four hours. I did a 20 minute like hard workout, and then I'm hanging out and chatting with everyone or whatever. Um, but it's like we have that little group that if you're not there, they're like, "Where are you? Where are you? Where are you?" And right. so you that's feel guilty awesome. if you're not there, and it's just fun. And we talk shit the whole time. It's cool to see both sides of that. Like, you know, I I completely understand what you're saying. Like, if I'm at home and I don't get to the gym, I don't feel like myself. Like, if you're physically, if if you're a physical person, like, you want to, that's your your therapy, both for your mind and for your body. You don't feel like yourself if you're not moving. Yeah. Since I've been here, 
Uh, I was in the office in Austin for Natural Sex Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday before Paleo FX. And on those days, it was just going to be too much of a hassle to have to go to the gym, right? So I did exactly what your habit was. We've got a staircase in the front, and I did pull-ups on the staircase. So I did 20 push-ups, 10 pull-ups, and like either some squats or some like striders with a twist. Yeah. And I did that. I made a goal to do it 10 times yeah. a day just so you get something in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it really actually helped The next day you're super sore. You're like, what happened? Yeah. Well, but, but during the day, it, it keeps oxygen moving. You, you don't get stiff. and You don't get it, tired. You don't get that yeah. lag. I got, a, I got a kettlebell at home for that reason. Just one big, one big kettlebell. And you have it. like a 600-pound kettlebell. Yeah, it yeah, keeps like throwing pounds, around. Yeah. <laughs> Go do a few it's, snatches. It's a keg of good. cold brew. We did this. Um, or a jump rope. Fun challenge yeah. on set where we would like um, pick for 30 days. We would pick each person had to pick three movements, and every day you added five or ten depending on what it was. We we started out with ten, and then we realized with burpees that that was way too many to add. When you got into like the later part of the month, <laughs> your shoulder would fall apart. Yeah. Um, but we started doing you know sets of five, sets of ten on things, and every day you had to. So the first day is 10, 20, 30, 40. You get to the end when you're doing like 250 of each thing and you break that out throughout the day and by the end i think wow. last october we did that challenge and we decided that we would end on 500 so on the 31st on halloween we did 500 and if you miss a day then you have to add those to the next day and i got the flu the last two days oh no so then i ended up with i think 850 reps to do yeah. of like push-ups squats <laughs> Or lunges, something create or sit ups, maybe something like that, and it was awesome though. But it, we did it throughout the day, and uh, I was in excellent shape just from that. That's cool. Like I hear about because because it, it's a small small world. I hear about people that's been on lacy sets before. Usually, like like the sets that aren't fun like that. People don't exercise, and there's sometimes there's not really good food options. But there's always caveman coffee. Yeah. They say, or people talking about. I was just on this thing, and they had came in coffee. Oh, that was so, Lacey was doing that, and then people right. are always exercising, doing stuff, doing. Yeah, we fun throw up stuff. like a five minute yeah. daily challenge. The whole crew can do. They yeah. come in, um, do the challenge throughout the day, and then everyone's talking about it. We even ended up in uh, one set that was like this huge crew in the UK, and all the food options were like, oh my god, it was like lasagna every day, and like all the yeah. stuff that would make people super tired. And by the end. Um, they had the whole like challenge approved menu and then the regular menu and the whole crew was eating the WLC menu which was super That's exciting cool. yeah we like changed the face of catering in the UK for it'd be one so much film. more exciting if she could tell you exactly what set it was yeah, it was really it, cool it was really yeah. cool stuff. I understand you, yeah. there, there's some fun. NDAs but yeah. it's cool like you you guys were, were talking about this a little bit yesterday when we were doing part one where my analogy to that is kind of like corrective lenses if you wear yeah. glasses or contacts, you don't know how poor your vision is until the doctor oh, puts God. that in front, and you're like, "Oh shit, this is what it's supposed to or look like." Or until you like mess up your contact and you have to walk through an airport without oh. contacts. And I had to do <laughs> that. That sounds once like it must have happened. Not good. <laughs> well, so what you're talking about now, Lacey was talking about this yesterday. I forgot when, but um, yeah. about how when you, you you start to feel better, and then you realize what your baseline was and how crummy that was. Right. And then it becomes like your ceiling's a little bit higher, but. Like, maybe I have a crummy baseline now, and I can feel even better. So what can I do to feel and, better? And it's and never ending. Yeah, and that's yeah. why we come to these things, and we seek out more knowledge. And, yeah. and we're trying to figure out, like, what's what's the next thing that I can do to optimize myself? How can I how can I sleep even better, even yeah. though I think I sleep well now? Or, or how can I get – how can I consume information faster, retain it better? And, and Tate and I talked about this on his show yesterday, but the more you – build up yourself as a vessel the more you're able to, to give to other people the Absolutely, more you're able to yeah. help sure. other people but, sure. but it's really cool that the, the people on that set got to experience it was so fun yeah. how 
much better you can feel and perform. Yeah. I mean, it changed everything. And now it's like a standard apparently over there. I get emails all the time from the catering and the coffee truck guy. How do I do this? People are requesting this. How can I make it like this and all this stuff? And I send them like, we actually made this like general cheat sheet um, of like diet rolls and sent that to them. And now they use it in like the catering department for all of Warner Brothers in the UK, which That's is amazing. crazy. So so how do you create... I, 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 Creating a culture is a difficult thing, and it's a hard question to answer. But like, you guys did. You, you changed the culture in that set. You guys, I've well, been and, to- and taking kids do it all the time because they roll on set with their, you know, their is, is coffees. It just, is it just? Is it? Is it sheer force of will? Like you stick to your guns. Like you walk in and it's like, look, these are my standards. Yeah, and, and I think I'm that's kind of kind of it. What Lacey's yeah. talking about, like people see like like look over you and see like maybe you're not eating or maybe you're eating something completely different and. And you got to look the part. You look like you're in shape, and you look like you're happy, and you lead got by example. Of energy. It lead by example, yeah. yeah. And people start asking, but whenever you try to like shoehorn in somebody, just hey, maybe you should try this. It never really works. Right. Even when Tate, somebody I really respect, told me it took me a few months to actually try eating differently. You know, right? Like, but it's better when people ask you, and then it just starts to catch on, and people start selling you. Because again, now that we got a company too, it's weird. Like, like. I'm not trying to sell my company to you. Like I don't like I don't even care if you buy my coffee, but but you got to experiment. With you need this, to live you know? this lifestyle. Exactly. For what yeah, it try do it for out. You. Yeah. Well, and we're also very fortunate that we've all been in the position where people do come up and ask. Like, I mean, if I had a a penny for every time someone says like, "What's the one fitness move that I can do that would just like solve all my," pro-? you know, it's like all of them. But right. you know, you right. probably should start with the squat or whatever. But people always want to ask that and. I think being in the the realms that we've been lucky enough to be in, like being able to be that voice and have something to tell people, which is kind of why we went into this company was like, wow, we should share some of this knowledge that we've found from our personal experience and everyone wants to know. So how can we put this out there in in the best way? I think a lot of our listeners are, some of our listeners are probably lucky enough to be involved with communities like this. Yeah. But I think a lot of them probably are in the real world where yeah. maybe they're an outlier yeah. or an outcast they are the one on set who's different right you know so i guess that was why i asked that question is to to try to arm them with how they can kind of be the voice to change yeah their office or wherever their environment is that i mean they're you know, you're already people, doing the right thing if you're like listening to podcasts and you're taking supplements that are clean and you're trying to figure out how to be a better you and right. i think people will, will react in two ways to that they will be like, you'll be infectious and they'll want to be like that or they'll totally be terrified and they'll want to like push you away. And what I have to say to people that when you get in that situation where people want to push you away is stick to your guns and yeah. just know that it's right for you. And eventually everyone in your life will, will come around or start to change a little bit. Yep. And you just have answers and reasons. And if you know what you're talking about too, that's so helpful. Like when people actually do ask, because, because like again you seem like you got good energy you look good and all that like like give me a secret what can i do like if, if, if you can back up what you're doing that that helps a lot and if you're listening to podcasts and and, and searching things on the internet and finding out why things work for you and and, and, and that that's a great start um that kind of goes into our pirate life thing exactly. which everyone always asks like what is pirate life and my mom is mad about our pirate AF shirts, which you guys can look up um, and see what I'm talking about. But mom doesn't approve. Uh, no, she does not approve. But basically, um, like pirate your life back is something that we 
talked about, we came up with it in our like first coffee shop meeting in LA. And, um, it's just about like taking control of your own life, doing your own research, um, understanding what is going on with your body and how you can best, you know, be the best human that you can be. So, um, everyone's going to tell you something that they believe. And there's, there's even people in really high positions, whether it's the government or, um, medical professionals or things that are going to tell you this old knowledge that really isn't keeping you healthy. It's keeping you sick. And so if you can take, um, responsibility for yourself, which is the number one thing, then you can quote unquote pirate your life back and, um, and be a pirate of your own life. Yeah. I'm glad you went down that road because that was like two the questions ago. <laughs> I was actually thinking like, all right, well, we can steer this back to pirate life. We can talk about pirate life and, and then we can work that into the black sales stuff that's going on in June. Yeah. But, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. So, so we'll talk about that in a minute, but Keith, give us like your, your take on like, so we have the, what that mission is or what the belief is, but, but why a pirate? Why not like some, I mean, does that make sense? Because pirates are cool, man. Everybody wants to be a pirate. <laughs> I mean, pirate or ninja, that used to be like the old question, right? Like, Right. But I mean, pirates do. They, they kind of have that like... That, pirates the ultimate rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. and Exactly. And I'm going to live life on my own, in my own way. And I'm going to be, be, be um, responsible for myself. And, right. and that, that's what it was all about. And, uh, sorry, and pirates are... are like, like look, look at me and Tate and Lacey. <laughs> Lacey doesn't so much look like a pirate. Well, it, you would say, look. Well, she's not wearing her patch and parrot. Today. I don't have my patch on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't got know. a peg leg under the. <laughs> yeah. Under you the know table. what? Um, really, though, like, it was just kind of a cool thing. We're messing around. And when, when Lacey wrote that mission statement, that's when it really got cemented. Like, that's what we are. We're, we're pirate life. It wasn't really a sure thing yet. We were just, and we were just playing around with names. But I think that mission statement that Lacey wrote what really cemented it. It's the actual yeah. name of our company. So if you get a weird charge in your card from Pirate Life Inc., yeah. which a lot of people do, and they get freaked out and call their bank, what is this? And then they're like, oh, yeah, it's Caveman. Um, so just Because that's what that. it's about. Like, we're part of this whole world of podcasting and and um, Internet scholars and, and all that. And people, like, we're in the information age, and people are just they're getting so smart. And, and that's when I, when I talk to people about nutrition and stuff, like, and I'm always like, you're talking about the person in the office. Like, this is what I do. And, and I don't do that, and I do do this, and, and it's always like, look it up. I mean, just Google this. It's all there. Like, you can learn just as much as I did really soon, and, and like, it's almost a shame if you don't, because, like, you're just going to take whatever was spoon-fed to you by the, the government and whatever food pyramid and whatever grain culture we got to keep up, you know? Right. And so, so it's all there. Just, just, just look. Just Google it, and... and, and and I think that that's how we all came together. Just all, all of, and that's why this Paleo FX is so cool. There's so many like-minded people here, just trying to promote good lifestyle. It's it's very cool to be immersed in so many different companies and so many people that are all trying to to do that very thing. Is yeah. You know, let's let's get the right information and then the right products in the hands of people who want to control how they feel, what their health is. And it's just yeah, a, everyone's it's a, doing it's a, research, which is really cool. Yeah, the research, and it's just a, it's, it's a, it, um, the rabbit hole gets deep, you know. Once you like, we're talking about four. Once you start feeling a little bit better and start realizing what your your how crummy you were feeling every day, like it's just like it, it keeps going, man. It keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and yeah, and, and it's just life gets so exciting that way. It um, is, it yeah. Is. Um, so let's talk about the June Black Sales Yacht Club promotion. Um, so the tell our listeners what Black Sales Yacht Club is. 
So um, we have a subscription service, and, and every you know, there's subscription boxes are a big thing um, these days. And um, we had a request for people that wanted to just receive their coffee to their door each month and not worry about it. Um, why do you know the worst thing is when you run out of coffee and you're like, oh god, it's the early morning and I ran out or I forgot to go get more. So um, we started a subscription service. We didn't want to just call it the Caveman Subscription Box. Um, so Tate was like, how about Black Sails Yacht Club? Because it's you know it's a play on being a pirate and like also being really refined and you know what pirates are driving yachts? None, but it's you could be you could be out there. Um, so. Um, basically, the Black Sales Yacht Club is your subscription. You get to pick whatever coffee you want, MCT, however you want to do it. Um, we have some office subscriptions, too, with five-pound bags. And then um, the cool part is that we get to partner with other companies that we want to highlight that we really enjoy. And people get to experience a sample product from those companies. Um, and we have Natural Stacks coming up, which is a really exciting, um, really exciting partnership to have. A lot of our... Um, past partnerships were actually companies from here at Paleo FX. Um, that's when we decided to start it. And last year we walked around booth to booth like, hey, has anybody got samples that you'd be interested in like putting in our subscription box? Um, so people send us their samples. We had Fat Face, um, which was one of our really popular ones. Um, we've done, um, you know, a couple of the macaroon type things, stuff like that. We do snacks. Um, we've had some nut butters. Um, but we're really excited to, to send out some natural snacks to people to What experience. are we sending exactly? So we've got two packs of Siltep samples. Yeah. So most of our listeners, most of the people here in this are going to be Natural Stacks customers. Sure. Um, but for people who sign up for, for Black Sales this month or are already members, they're going to get yep. two packages of Siltep samples. Yep. Um, and uh, there's going to be, for those folks, there's going to be a special discount code uh, that only the Black Sales uh, Yacht Club members get. There is a separate promotion that will go to uh, our social media and your social media yep. for the month um, as we kind of promote that partnership. And, and it's all the things that we've already talked about are have just highlighted why we felt this was the perfect partnership. The, the taking ownership and responsibility for your choices and pursuing more knowledge so that you can live... Yeah, yeah. Optimal, right? Yeah. Hey, so back to that. Like, I know you guys were talking about that, but like, I didn't get asked my question. What if I take eight dopamine in a day? <laughs> I'm a big guy, oh, yeah. you know, and I, and I got a lot of stuff to be going on. <laughs> so, you know, obviously our recommendation would be to not do that. <laughs> well, I mean, um, yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> well, no one's listening right now. Keith, <laughs> you did it, so why don't you tell us what happened? <laughs> um, did Did you? Oh, yeah. And yeah. what happened? It didn't work as well at the end as the beginning, but, but right. yeah. So I think what happens is because we're providing minerals and yeah. amino acids and vitamins that, that are precursors for that metabolic pathway. Yeah. I get you, you now. You, you, get, yeah. you get saturation, yeah. and, and your body gets all that it needs or, or yeah. wants to make. And, and it didn't work at, at the end, as you say, because your body had already synthesized whatever it needed. And, yeah. Um, it's so like if you take well, again, 40 grams of protein in the morning, like, what's going to happen? And I'm just getting hung up with the name. Like, I'm taking dopamine, but it's precursors, and I already got right. the pathway I mean, you took, set you up. You basically yeah. took some, yeah. some vitamin B and, and yeah. some, some other minerals that are, I mean, they're water-soluble. So, cool. so if you take eight and you only need, you know, 
four, then you excrete through urine. The yeah, your body can only absorb so much. That's what's awesome is, is like, like knowing you. Like, like, like I can just text you and get information about. about <laughs> hey, uh, how about this? Yeah. It's, it's also nice for you and Tate to be like bigger bodies that you can play with that. When I take right. too much of something, it is like detrimental and code <laughs> it's, red. It's it's really cool. Uh, that, that's why I haven't like taken the, the mitochondrial support yet because I, I'm really getting into the serotonin and, and right. dopamine. Like so, so like that's that's all my brain has enough for it. I learned about these things, right? But now I want to start taking the mitochondrial support and learning about that. You know, yeah. I really so, enjoy that. So stuff Keith's talking about mitogen, and and that's an Axon Labs product. Um, yeah, I really love that. Yeah. Have you taken it pre-workout? Um, I've taken it pre-workout, post-workout, in the morning, like different times, um, and just like felt really good and i'm someone that has also dealt with a lot of adrenal fatigue um over the years and i just i I also uh my roommate who happens to be like a professional crossfit athlete professional dancer Cirque du Soleil performer and now works in the film world as well um who has like really bad adrenal fatigue issues and has actually entered into the rhabdo world several times um found some really good um benefits with that and in her recovery yeah okay well it's a really cool product. The the BioPQQ is what's in Mitogen that has the, the mitochondrial support. Um, so, I mean, as you guys know, I mean, we have mitochondria in every cell in our body. That's where the energy production comes from. So, from a physical standpoint, you're you're boosting every single cell. So, I love it. I think it's the, the yeah, greatest pre-work feel alive. that I've ever taken. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just... Well, that's where... You're talking about that. That's where, where I come from is... Um, towards the end of my fighting career like i was grinding metal for so long working out these insane workouts and and not eating right and i ate what i learned in college i got a degree in human performance like like uh they taught me like i went to nutritional classes and all right. that and i thought right. that was what i was supposed to do yeah you, know? you would think that they teach you the right thing but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. so my adrenals were so, so whack man I, I got tested after my last fight and i was like a 70 year old man I, I was i was a mess uh I had enough energy. I would eat, sleep, and, and train, and that's it. That was my whole day, every day. Uh, no time for any anything else. So give our listeners some of the, the changes or, or that you made to try to get your adrenals back to, to where yeah. they are or um, where you wanted them. The first step was getting the fats in, in my diet, and the first time I, I had butter in my coffee with the MCT, I, I got so euphoric because... Um, um, like my fats were like like a little bit of uh, olive oil, like a little little bit here, a little bit there. But I was pretty much fat starved, and so my brain got all that fat, and I got so euphoric, and I felt good. My depression, I felt good for the first time in a long time, like I mean, probably years that I remember feeling that good, which is crazy. And, and then I got so nervous about crashing, and then I started getting like, well, how do I get? And I didn't crash, and wait, wait a long time. So how do I feel like this all the time? And and so, so I started eating a higher fat diet, and I thought I was just going to gain a ton of weight. And, and I stepped on the scale every morning, and it didn't happen. And, and I was really kind of blown away by that, because yeah. all the calories that I was I, I was getting in. And so, so that that was the start of, of my. Um, oh, and then I wasn't working out at all because I was scared to death to work out at that point because um, it was a weird kind of balance. Like um, I'm not naturally i'm not very carb adapted like like i blow up like i'll get i'll gain a lot of weight quick like i'm naturally that kind of guy 
So I was really nervous about so I'm not working out because I don't ever want to feel that crummy again. So I was scared to work out, and I was eating, and I found a way to eat with this paleo-type low-carb diet that I wasn't gaining a lot of weight, and I was looking good. I was looking better than ever. Like, it was amazing. So now I want to start working out again, and I was so afraid to do that. And so, so I would just do a little bit here and a little bit there. And honestly, I did crash a few times the first time. I crashed all the way again, so I can't do that. It just took me a while to, to get to where, where um, and I don't think I'm completely recovered yet. Like, uh, I had a really hard grappling class on Monday, and uh, and it wiped me out for a couple of days, and I'm still trying to find that balance. But it's just, like, it's just a, the ongoing quest, but but it's, it's cool, man. It's a cool thing to wake up in the morning every morning and, say, and, and, and to find ways to make you feel better, make you perform better, make you happier, you know? Yeah, and you and I talked a little bit about that yesterday where, you know, my hypothesis is that with that high-intensity training that that wiped you out, that if, if we can get carbs back in your diet once or twice a week, yep. that you would avoid not being able to re- recover yeah. from that. So. Yeah, yeah. Me doing that MMA sparring, that, that kind of like, like I go on Mondays, is at Jackson's Mondays the biggest uh, pro practice. Um because everybody in, is in town can go to Monday's practice. They're not hurt. They're not tired from the week. Like, Monday's the big day. A lot of places like that. You go to uh, yeah. uh, Henzo Gracie's place. Monday's sparring is a big deal. Right. And, and uh, so you go in there, and it's like every every round, you know, like especially when, like, people want to, like, tap out or whatever or beat Keith Jardine, right? Like, I'm not bragging, but that's the way it is. Like, Who they, doesn't? They, and they'll go home, and they'll brag about it, and they'll remember <laughs> it for the next time. So it's not going to happen. And... and, and um, so 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 every round is like a fight, and, and you're, you're like the number one college football team. Like every every game they play, they get the, the other team's best effort. Yeah, well, it's true. That's true. Right. Um, but and, and it completely rings out, man. Like like yeah. it just take sucks out all of your glycogen stores, whatever. It just completely r- rings you out. So then it's like learning how to balance a diet. Like on certain normal, like I'm just going to lift weights today. This is a different diet than the day I'm going to do that. Or the day after, I'm going to do that. And it's just trying to find that balance. And that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, And you mentioned, you sent me an email last week about how much better you're sleeping. That has to help with the adrenals. I want to hear Lacey talk about this, too, because she's so stressed with all of her emails and everything she's doing. How's your sleep? I'll talk about mine real quick. Um, I, I know that's a big problem I have is I don't sleep through the night. I, I get up a lot and, and I do do things to help help that. But um, twice this last week, I had a, had an experience where I, I shut my eyes and woke up and, and the, the sun was peeking out. That's and nice. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, I, I sent you a, a text asking if the because uh, I take the magnesium and serotonin serotonin every uh every night and does it have a cumulative effect because like i've been doing it for a few weeks now but like right now i think it's really like starting to work right and and, and i really think it is i'm really excited and in the hotel i had a great sleep last night I, again like it was, it was it was a night like that awesome. i woke up this morning early like it i think i woke up first time around four and like kind of like i didn't know where i was kind of thing you know <laughs> right. yeah yeah right. right but but so so yeah i love that it seems like i have a cumulative effect i must have been deficient and and yeah, I mean, I think the, the the cumulative effect that you're noticing is just digging out of that hole of being deficient and, yeah. and getting all of your systems back to baseline. Uh-huh. But it's cool that you're able to sleep all the way through the night. Yeah, it seems like it's you're amazing. talking about that too. And like, I'm really like, I know that's 
for um, cortisol and, and adrenal fatigue. And that, that, that's a, one, probably one of the last big pieces of the puzzle is, is finally getting that, that seven, eight, eight hours of really good sleep every night. Yeah. 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 How, how are you? Uh, I mean, I go in and out with it, but um, like two weeks ago, I was actually to the point finally where I was going to bed. I go to bed early. Like I'm like, Real if quick, I, if I had a choice to go to bed at eight 30, I would go to bed. You, you were equally when we we're first talking to you about, you're talking about this new magnesium that you have and all that you were, and I know that's the same reason you were equally pumped about the magnesium. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. is something that I can tell. I feel that work. Yeah, like yeah. I feel that, um, on like multiple levels, whether it's like sleeping better, um, getting to sleep better or just a recovery level in the morning. I'm not like as tight or, uh-huh. um, feeling as like, inflamed in the morning. Like, yeah. I can just tell when my body is like super inflamed. And so when I take that, I, I've been doing a thing where I do like three days on two days off. I don't know that that's good or bad. Um, with but magnesium? Yeah. Okay. I kind of like filtered around with everything. I right. filter things around usually. Right. Um, but, uh, because our supply issues, worry about our supply getting, yeah, I worry about my supply. No, no, no. You I just like, I don't that. ever like, I just want to like mix it up all the time and keep it guessing, which I don't know that is always a good thing, but um, I was getting to the point where I was able to like go to bed at night, no problem, and wake up on my own before right before the sun came up without my dog freaking out, which she likes to do yeah. right before the sun comes up because she's ready for food. Um, but w- waking up refreshed, and that's something that I haven't felt in years of like being able to just wake up on my own. I 100% alarm dependent, hit the snooze button Ooh. like four or five times. Um, and so for a good two and a half weeks there, I was doing that. I've been on the road since and it's been a little wonky cause we've been doing crazy hours, but, um, but yeah, that was the first time in a long time that I've probably in five years that I've been yeah. in that world. That's really exciting. cool to hear. And, and I, we're really fortunate with our magnesium to have the form that we do, the mag teen, which is magnesium L3 and eight, the only magnesium that crosses the blood brain barrier. Yeah. And we had a, a future or a, a previous podcast episode where I interviewed the, uh, vice president of R&D for the company that has the patent on it. And, I mean, they actually have studies that show within two weeks of daily use that that increases synapse density in your head uh, or in your brain. Okay, so I want to keep taking it all the time. Don't do this flip You do want to use it daily. Don't be a flip-flopper, um, okay. And even twice a day. Or one, an oh, afternoon really? afternoon dose and an evening dose if you can. The full serving three, three tablets? Three and three. Yeah. I, I would say definitely take three at night. If you miss the afternoon dose, yeah. it's not the end of the world. I was wondering um, about that in the morning. Like, instead of taking my, my ZMA, because you got, you got zinc in your in, in your vitamin C, if I, I did the magnesium with the vitamin C. and There are some people that would argue that zinc should be taken in the morning, magnesium should be taken at night. Yeah. Um, I know Victor Conti has the patent on ZMA, and, and that was a stack that was taken together at night, and, yeah. and it has been shown to increase testosterone um and, and for those of you who don't know victor conte was the guy behind balco labs aka yeah. barry bonds and his <laughs> enormous head growth um but uh yeah I, I personally i take zinc in the morning with our vitamin c yeah. and then i take magnesium in the afternoon if i'm at home sometimes i'm not at home and i don't get that afternoon dose uh, but i always take it at night yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it was really cool so so it increases synapse density and then um, uh, it's actually being pursued in another study at Stanford hmm. where it's potentially going to be used in Alzheimer's medications. Wow, the that's cool. Yeah, the mag team. So, and, and, wow. and that's, that's in a study, and it'll, be, it'll have to go down the whole pharmaceutical path. But yeah. How many different types of magnesium are there? There's so many. There, oh, there's tons of different types. In our product, we've got three. We have yeah. uh, taurate, glycinate, and then the, the L3 and 8. The L3 and 8 is the only one that crosses the blood-brain barrier. Yeah. 
any mineral that you take, you always want to look for a chelated form. And, and that's anything that ends in an 8. So the taurate, glycinate, 3 and 8. What you don't want is like magnesium oxide. Okay. Uh, those are poorly bioavailable uh, and they're just low quality forms. Uh, basically, the way to tell is if you buy like uh, the generic version of multivitamin. Yeah. And you read the form of vitamin like zinc oxide, that's not what you want. Um, you know, we use zinc glycinate in our yeah. vitamin C. Yeah. Uh, or like go pick up a box of total cereal or something and right. see what it's fortified with. Yeah. Right. Like those are all the cheapest forms of, of vitamins and sure. minerals. And that's what you want to avoid. Yeah. If you're getting your vitamins and minerals from cereal, you've got another thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're eating total cereal to get your vitamins and your fiber. <laughs> you're doing the special K challenge. Your diet sucks. Watch out. Yeah. Lacey's coming for you. I will tell you how I feel about that. And it's God, not good. Jump in your... Oh man, I used to, I used to think I was eating I see oatmeal every single morning no matter what religiously and I thought that I thought that was good. I'm it's doing a great it's thing. funny how like these so-called truths yeah, yeah. perpetuate and, and kind of make their way through, you know, the world and it just becomes especially yeah. amongst experts. Right. Oh, man. So many goddamn experts out there that don't know a goddamn thing. Right. It's a trip. Right. That's why I always finish my conversations off with you. Like, I'm not trying to be an expert. Like, I always finish off when I'm talking to somebody at my gym or something about whatever. Like, and like, Google this, do your own research, figure right. it out. Like, like yeah, it's, it, it's all there. And I think that's something that is a really cool thing about when you do interact with the so-called experts. They're yeah. the first to tell you, look, I don't have all the answers. Yeah. I've, I've done research or, or we've done research Rob Wolf, or we've we're read just talking this. To Rob Wolf and he, he's also, like nobody that. wants like, to be sued. Well, the most too. expert guy I know of being an expert, and he's talking about how, like, hey, whatever, it's just me. Like, I'm not an expert. Also, what, the one of the things in, uh, like, the Paleo Solution that Rob wrote, one of my favorite lines in that, he talks about the way to have a drink, and he talks about a NorCal margarita, um, and he talks about the way to do that with uh, mitigating damage to insulin secretion and things like that. And so and he talks about using lime juice and, like, different things and how they suppress different uh parts of that whole system but he says you know because for god's sakes we're not trying to make a religion out of this thing and and it's <laughs> like that's the that's such a great way like i'm not trying to convince anybody anything I'm trying to say that the, there are these things and they have these results and make your choice this is just what i found out it's funny that that rob wolf would say that about paleo and then how many paleo people actually do try to make it he actually religion. said that last year here i remember some people asking him like well what about the 80 20 rule and i'm trying to be and blah blah and he's like guys like it's a guideline him and mark systems too like we're talking about guidelines like do whatever feels right for your life and don't make it a religion where there is no like paleo devil that's going to come there's after you and take you down the there's not a prize for being the best paleo <laughs> you know what i mean it's like that doesn't exist so and, and that goes for anything not just right. paleo yeah, yeah, we're, exactly. we're saying paleo because we're at paleo effects right. but it's like uh, it, that could be CrossFit. That could be, uh, you know, And whatever. everybody's personal goals. It, I mean, the thing is about it when people try to adopt a new lifestyle, I, I think one of the biggest things to always remember is, um, don't just, like, why are you adopting it? Like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, that looks cool, and I kind of admire that guy, and I kind of do the thing that, and if you're kind of doing this and kind of like that, and kind, you're going to get kind of results. Yeah. And so you got to kind of decide where you do want to go 100%, not kind of. Yeah, that's and, so and true, go. Here's man. where like, I want to go, and here's what I want to do to get there. That reflects. Tate, you were slinging coffee when when Keith and Lacey were answering this question. We were talking about the the pirate life theme, the pirate code that you guys have, and what you just said 
completely reflects that code that you guys have. So what's your, how would you explain or what would be your take on the, the pirate code that you guys have? Uh, boy, uh, it's, a, you know, for, for us, like, I think when we started talking about it, one of, the, one of the points of inception had to have been Keith and I did a nutrition talk. And what our goal was in that is we wanted to empower people into a new discussion because we both are experts, right? And, like, we came from a professional background. And so, and we had all this expert advice, and we'd had all the best guys in the world tell us expert advice. And, and some of it true, some of it whatever, whatever. But, like, the fact is, is when we started to branch out and go, okay, I want to find out 100% for myself what something looks like. And then we did that thing. And then we, were, we had experience with which to share with people. And that's all we were really doing. We weren't experts, really, of course. We were just guys that were sharing our experience. And, and so... What, what our goal was, I think, was in, was to empower people and maybe bring to light an awareness and going, you know, maybe Coca-Cola's not on your side. You know, may, maybe even that they were nice enough to make Diet Coke for you. Well, it still has uh, uh, fentanyl nutrients in it or different carcinogens and sweeteners. And maybe you don't want to use that in your body. Maybe that is actually poisonous. Maybe you're, maybe you're being fed poison. And so this whole thing was like, we, we're in America, especially, we're taught to just suppose and accept that the FDA or if there's something on the shelf that it's been vetted and is safe for us right that's what we're supposed to believe and and uh, the fact is is we've been subjugated by profit and by greed and, and and that's that's who we're denizens of and in that regard you need to become empowered and you need to know the discussion you can't just be told like oh take this and eat this and do that you really need to empower yourself and I think that's what pirate life is about in a way how to pirate your life back um, you, you need to, because your life has been stolen by people telling you ideas that are bad and that you're adopting and, and the marketing is so crafty that you think you're, that they're your own ideas. Yeah. And to, to elaborate on that, last week, our podcast featured uh, Joel Salatin speaking and, and he said, you know, to your point about us trusting the FDA or USDA or whatever, you know, he said that, that the U.S. government has in writing that as citizens, we do not have the right to the, the food of our choice, even if we grow it ourselves. How scary is that? That the government has that in writing, and it's because they can't they can't trust us to make decisions for ourselves. So they've made it for us. And how many people are sheeple blindly believe that just because the FDA or like we, we went to a restaurant last night, and the guy's like, "Oh, this is prime steak." And if you don't know what that means, it means it's it's the top two percent of what the what the USDA says. Well, what, what kind of a standard is that? Well, yeah, yeah, like it, for right. for for those in the know, that means me that means jack steak. shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a coconut but, yogurt and a coconut drink that was just on the shelves, and they would boast raw that they were raw, right? Right. And they had to take that off, and they had to change their labeling, and they had to change their product because. It's illegal to sell raw products in regular grocery stores, right? right? And so, um, and you know, to speak to that point, you see these horrific pictures or videos of uh, whether it's the DEA or some it's some faction of the federal government coming with machine guns and bust open uh, little farmhouse picnics mm-hmm. that people are having mm-hmm. because they have raw food or they have unpasteurized milk that right. they're, and it's like so they have real food and. And the farm maybe sells at the local uh, farmer's market or something. 
but we're putting U.S. government with bullets, our taxpayers, going to attack old people that are trying to have lunch. Right. It's fucking ridiculous. I think they have better things to do than, than track down and somebody they, drinking raw, uh, well, unpasteurized milk. And then the question is, is why? Why is it that you would send a man with a gun to go bully some old people on a farm? Well, because that's where power is. I mean, it's just the same way that I think militia groups got crushed. They were starting about talking about sovereignty and the Bill of Rights. And so then that all got spun and go, oh, they're all white separatists. Or So eventually, like after Tim McVeigh and after Waco and things like that, um, after Ruby Ridge, you were a racist if you were a part of a militia or if you wanted your own rights or if you wanted taxation with representation right. and there's all like this is all conflated into such a huge issue and now our food is at stake and mm-hmm. they, they they want the right to poison you and and uh, like DJ Khaled says you got to watch out for they yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, if you control the food you control everything so well, right. now Nestle wants Nestle wants to own water I mean it's a, there's all kinds of craziness and that'll probably happen I mean I was talking to a dude from Denmark here earlier and and um and he, I was just, he says, well, what do you think? You know, what do you mean by sustainable? And what do you th- mean about ethically sourced and things like that? And I told him what my ideas were about it. And he goes, yeah. And I, and I go, and I say that stuff. I don't think the world's getting better. I don't think that we're on an upswing. Humanity is degrading in its consciousness and, and in a lot of ways. And there's a small group that's rising, I, I think, raising their vibration. But in a huge way, uh, greed rules. And greed, greed beats the shit out of love. And this idea of safety rules. Like, you see people rat on their own family members in federal court. You, you see people do crazy things for inheritances that they'll fight over. Or whatever. And you, and you see all this uh, lack of unity, I guess, you know? Uh, which is the lie. I mean, the truth is is that we're all connected. And that there's a, there's a global unity and a harmony throughout humanity. And, and we that gets disregarded because of these other fears or, or whatever. But... I don't think we're doing better in, as, a, as a whole. I, I think we're kind of a virus that leaks out into the world. But I also think that there's other levels of consciousness. There's other, other planes of existence that, you know, who knows what the great mystery is that, that death awaits us in that way. And I think that's an exciting thing in a way, too, not to sound like a nihilist or something like that. It's not that, it's not that nothing matters or something. It's that everything matters. And so all these moments are, are beautiful and vital for us to take hold on and to... to get all the juice out of this moment of, of, of love and connection that we can, I think. And I think you mentioned that there, there's a small group of people that are maybe vibrating at a higher level. And that's what makes events like these so cool. And, and that's yeah. why we do what we do is to, yeah. try, to, to try to be those people. It's that great are, to rub elbows with those people. Not right. only to be those people, but I need you. Right. It's like I need you to win too because right. I'll, I'll sink without other people that are really trying, man. Right. I cannot succeed. I and, need everybody to win. Yeah, and you need to be around other people like that to keep your batteries charged, to be able to, to emit that light and be that source of positivity. Too. Yeah, it's, I agree. If, if you're, I agree. If you're always around negative people, it's hard to, to fill yourself and, and be that positive person that you're trying you to You might even out. say if you're always around negative people, you are a negative person. I mean, I don't well, ever see anybody win that fight. Right. You know? Right. I mean, that's... You that's absorb like, your community. Yeah, the, the great saying of you are the sum of the five people you yeah. spend the most time with. I, I think it's so cliche, but it's so true. I, I don't think there's a truer yeah. statement that you I mean, it's make. the number one way all, all these biohacker nerds are out here talking all this shit. But the fact is, is the number one way you can fucking biohack your life, choose the people you're around with... Um, 
with a real sense of standard and, and go, okay, these people need to meet criteria. I'm going to be strict with myself about who I hang around and who I'm around and who I'm learning from. So we close every show asking our guests for their top three tips to live optimal. I'm going to count what you just said as number one. Give us two more tips that you guys would share for our listeners to live optimal. Drink plenty of water. Get plenty That's, of sleep. Those are bullshit. I, <laughs> I expect better from you too. He counted the first one. I figured we'd just get by on water and sleep. <laughs> can, we, can we put our heads to drink good coffee? Can we put our head together on the, to no. live more optimally? I would say that that like choose who you surround yourself with would be you gotta, a, you a go number deep, one. Oh, Give God me something damn. good. No, I don't know. Let me get uh, a sip of coffee. <laughs> a, a, a big number two, I think, is um, is you know everybody looking for a purpose, right? That's what. And 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 so everybody's looking for that purpose. And and what do you do up until then? And That's I think I yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, my. We're talking about this on something yesterday. Is like you got to find that passion in your life. That that's my number one thing. That's probably one, one, two, and three. Is like you got to have something. Uh, I was done fighting. Uh, uh, I fought in the UFC for a while, and and, and I, 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 I guess I, I stopped doing that. And, and um, like, what do I do now? Am I like, do I get a job working for somebody? Am, am I a retiree? What do I do? Am I is my Am I going to talk about how I peaked in 2007 and, and that was it in my life? Um, so I needed to find something new. And, and Tate told, told me once, it's written on, on, on our mugs, never let your uh, uh, memories become larger your dreams. And, 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 I, and I truly live that. And, and so maybe I didn't know what it was right away. Maybe I did. But, but you got to keep looking and find that passion, find that art in your life, something that makes you get up in the morning, something that makes you suffer because to, 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 you want to be better at it so bad yeah. and, and you got to find that thing whatever you're doing however old you are the, the trick is like to get young people to find that sooner yeah. you know and then you can start start working your life towards that goal um, that's beautiful I, I think the action is with that is that like the purpose isn't ever clear I mean it's uh, only lucky few or people that have lived a long time they go God I wish I'd have found my God, purpose yes. sooner and right. so the deal is is Keep you better form open. yourself and, and, and carve yourself out to be the best, the ultimate physical condition you can get in, the ultimate mental acuity you can get into, the ultimate spiritual condition so you're centered throughout the world. Tate and I were talking the other day uh, on the phone. It was just kind of funny that like, things come out every once in a while, but I've been thinking about it every since. But it's so true. Like, What do I do with my, my time every day? What I, I prepare every day. I'm just preparing. That, that, that's my life. I'm always preparing and, and for And you're not worried about for what. It's just let me get as good as I can at as many things as I can. The law is that opportunities come. That's a universal law. Opportunities come to all men. Right. Those of us that are better prepared are, are going to take that opportunity and be better at it than the person that's less prepared or that isn't even aware that opportunities come to all men. There's a, there's a point as a young man where you got to raise your awareness to go, oh, fuck, opportunities come to everybody. They're to me too, but I'm just missing them. So I think raising your awareness is, is part of that number, too, also. And to finish it, I would say, for what point? Because I want to be awesome? Yeah, but for what point? Yes. And the point is to be fucking helpful to others because not for there's fucking ego. people that need you to save them. And by saving them, you're saving yourself. 
and we're all in this struggle together. I need everybody to be great. I need everybody to do good. And, and to that end, I want to be as good as I can, even so I can be a representation to guys that are looking at me so that they can say, I can do that too. Or, or that you can be helpful to your community. you got to do it to be in service. You fit yourself to be as strong as you can to be in service. And then that's to, to, to continue on that, that would be my, my other thing too, is find out who your ego is. And, 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 and most of the negativity in your life comes from your ego. And a lot of people identify with it, and they think that's who they are. But right. no, that's not who you are. You're somebody much deeper and bigger than that. So find out who that ego is and label him. Mm-hmm. And find out. You won't always find out when he comes up, but later on you'll look back like, oh, that was total whatever yeah, the, my name is for that, that ego. That wasn't really out. Keith. That was ego. Yeah, and, and next time this happens, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna yeah. to suppress this guy. And, 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 and then it goes full circle because then how do you find that out quicker? How do I expedite that process? Well, you got fucking good friends around you that are like, hey, dude, you're acting like a dick, man. You're stepping on that dude's toes or whatever the thing is. And if you don't have that person that you love and trust, because if I don't love and trust you and you say that to me, we might have a different result. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. We, I'm laughing because we actually had this conversation a couple of days ago. It was uh, Roy and, and Ben and I were talking about uh, Johnny Manziel, who's going through some hard times yeah. right now. And, you know. He, my point was exactly what you just said. He's he didn't have the people around him to grab yes, him man. Yes, by, man. by the yes. the shirt and say, "Dude, you're 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 wasting an incredible opportunity. Yeah. Get your shit together." And there's guys like that, and then they they evaporate, right? You won't hear anything from him. And then there's guys like Denzel Washington. I I, had, I was fortunate enough to work on a couple of films with him, and Denzel's got the same fucking four guys around him that have been around him for thirty years. Now, it's not like it's not like he's just like a. a keeping it real or something with all that and like oh, I want to bring up the boy these are guys that he trusts and that are confidants and that he knows he can count on in that kind of way and the smartest guys that are the most successful they've got that crew around them man mm-hmm. you know it's not a surprise well and I'll say as as Nate Diaz would say I'm not surprised motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> so and I'll say on behalf of a lot of people who follow you guys and listen to you guys that, that you are helping people you are putting out into the world what you're trying to do so please keep doing what you guys are doing mm-hmm. uh, know that it is having an impact you are helping people thank you and, and if there's anything that I or, or natural stacks can do let us know um, keep sending me your questions Keith I will, uh, I, I will say I don't talk so about my He's got role. the best questions you got to CC me on the answers <laughs> I, I will do that I will do that I, I, and I don't talk about being chief optimizer for, for natural stacks a lot on the show but I get to help a lot of people and answer some really cool questions so that's a very rewarding thing and, and it's really cool to be able to talk to guys like you be at events like this um, so thank you guys for, for spending time with us on the show while you're selling coffee Thank and, you, man. and, and representing Thanks, your business. We'd love being here, man. And, and I, I want to put a, a caveat on that, too. Like, you're an expert at what you do. Like, the knowledge base that you have and um, where you're positioned, it's not by accident. It's And, and, and there's a guy that came up um, while I, I was getting coffee for, and, and he wanted a picture, and he said, hey, I was in a dark place, and I listened to your podcast, and, and it turned me around and all these kinds of things. And I can't iterate enough. I'm just a dude that's going through my own process, man, my own struggle. And then the thing is, is I put it out on air, and I, I think about it a lot, and I, I try, I, I pay attention to those details. I try to do that. I'm no expert. I'm not. I'm not beyond uh, the depression. I'm not beyond the, the, being angered. I'm not beyond any of that stuff, man. I'm just a dude that's in the struggle that's showing it. And and as I find out answers for myself, I put those out there. Why do I put? 
positivity first. Why do I preach happiness? Because happiness and positivity is a muscle you got to train. And and so a lot of times you'll see stuff like that. Yeah, I'd love to put out some kind of bullshit or I can't believe the way that knucklehead acted or whatever. What, but I don't, man. I'm not going to feed that part of it. And, it doesn't and make think, the world a better place. And it doesn't make me a better place. It doesn't right. ever relieve the burden of anger in me. Right. You know, uh, there's a great quote from Jesus, and I'm 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 uh, not a Jesus guy, but um, there's a, a a book called Sermon on the Mount, and and he said, "Was it?" That could what, be a whole podcast. I'm he, sorry. He said, he said he said he said, "What is it to exchange uh, love for love or kindness for kindness? There's nothing uncommon in that." And I'd always thought about man being an American as being an uncommon man. I want to be an uncommon. Since I was a little boy, I had that in my head. And he goes, what you do is you exchange love for hatred. He says, that's, that's what you need to do. And so um, that, that's, you know, I, th- I think that's the thing is, like, you've got to use contrary action, you know? Yeah. Guys. Thank you. Thank you guys thank for, you, for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure you guys head to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see uh, all the links and resources to booths and vendors here at Paleo FX, some of the things that we talked about. Before we let everybody go, where can they find you guys Pirate Life Radio on iTunes and Stitcher. I guess you can rate that. I didn't know. I heard somebody else talk about their podcast. They're like, hey, rate us on uh, iTunes or something. Had you, no idea that was a thing. We, we do that on every show. I just put so, my thing out. so go to iTunes right now. <laughs> give, give the Optimal Performance Podcast a five star review yeah. and then go subscribe to Pirate Life yeah. Radio and review Tate's show. Awesome. And then I'm just Tate Fletcher on Instagram. Uh, T A I T is how you spell my first name. And Tatumus Maximus on Snapchat. Keith Jordan 205 everywhere. And, oh, KmanCoffee.com. Right? Okay. And, uh, Tate, you were slinging coffee. We already told everybody about the June promo with Black Sales Yacht Club. Yeah. So if you're a coffee drinker and you want some extra silt up in the month of June, subscribe to Black Sales Yacht Club. So this has been a blast. Thank you guys for listening. And thank uh, you. we'll catch thank you all next you. Thursday. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you guys.